It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a Thursday morning here, it's only Thursday? <laughs> Seems like it should be about Sunday. Good morning here at Wax 104.5. Bob and Joe with you here at the shank of the day. It's chore time. And we got lots of chores to talk about. Reviewing yesterday over at uh, Clark County and the Rail Acres, Rustic Occasions, of course. First ever Farm Tech Fest held last night. And uh, you were there rocking. What did you think of that show? It was fantastic. Yeah, it was. They put on a great show. And our congratulations to uh, our Kristen Rail Smith. Kristen, of course, is the sister of Dennis Rail on the host farm over there, and she was uh, the driving force behind Chippewa, or uh, Farm Tech Fest. My tongue is still thick, but uh, Farm Tech Fest last night with Madison County Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols. A great, great show. A lot of people were there. More than they estimated were going to be there. Let's just put it that way. I think it was over 4,000. Yeah, that's what, that's the estimate. Yeah. But it was, it was full, and it was People having fun, and it was just a really nice atmosphere. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good thing. People having fun. I know I was going to interview a few people to see what they thought about it, but uh, by the time I started doing that, not many of them could talk straight. Yeah, well. They were having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great party, and uh, Clark County is uh, really a loyal area, really throwing out the red carpet to uh, everybody that shows up. And if you haven't been over there yet, you still got a chance. Today is day three of Farm Technology Days, and again, it's easy to find just south of Highway 29 or north of 10 in the Loyal area. Just follow the signs, as I said earlier. I'm not going to give you directions. they got so many signs out on the roads that if you get lost, it's your own fault because uh, there's no way you can get lost going to the show. A great show it has been, and uh, weather's supposed to be good today to, to keep her going. As we uh, look forward to, oh, we want to invite people to stop over at our booth. What do we got at our wax booth? We've got four half hogs that we're giving away at booth number 572. Yeah, and Smith Brothers meets in Colby. Homer and the gang giving us a couple hogs, so we're making four half hogs out of them. And we're going to draw, probably tomorrow morning here on the show, we will draw the winners of uh, those four half hogs. So, again, we want you to stop over near the corner of Central and uh, Central Avenue and 5th Street, right behind Dairyland Seeds. You can't miss us. Come on in. We'll have uh, have a little conversation. I don't think we're going to be moving too far too fast today, at least for a while. We've got to get back up to speed. We've got to get back on at least. i got to get back on oxygen here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a little bit thick-tongued last night when you were up on the big stage. Well, I know? wasn't thick-tongued. I was just uh, starting to get a horse out there, and so uh, it was uh, great fun, great fun, and uh, a great show they're having over there, and we do congratulate them. Next, people say, where's next week or next year? Down in Baraboo, down in the Sauk County area. Then 2024, back in our area in Chippewa County, so mark it on your calendar, Farm Technology Days. And field demonstrations, biggest crowds of field demonstrations I've seen in years and years and years. And, of course, uh, some folks said, well, we don't really need field demonstrations. Yes, you do, as the folks that turned out in those fields yesterday proved. They, they want to see this equipment operating. And uh, just a great show. Mother Nature, a big contributing factor to that. And we'll tell you what Mother Nature has ahead for us. 
for today and also Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Meet Animal Auction tonight. That'll start at 6. Lots to go on that we need to know about the weather. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a quick check of our weather for the rest of the week into the weekend. Brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Remember, Marquardt Motors has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them all out at MarquardtMotors.com or check them out. Drive through the lot. Good day to drive through the lot. Good day to drive. Get over to Farm Technology Days, Northern Wisconsin State Fair, whatever pleases you. Trumpelo County Fair also starts today down in Galesville. Partly sunny day today, about 82. Then it's going to start clouding up. Chance of rain tomorrow, pretty good chance. High about 78, then just kind of cloudy on Saturday with a high of 82. And then partly sunny Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, upper 80s. About 90 on Monday. It's 57 degrees right now in the valley. Good morning. He's in the house somewhere. He might be at Farm Technology Days today or Northern Wisconsin State Fair. But you'll never know unless you get there. So we hope to see you. They'll open the gates again this morning about 9 o'clock. Go until about 4 o'clock this afternoon over to Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions. Northern Wisconsin uh, State Fair, of course, will have the meat animal auction Six o'clock this evening. And it's a little after five o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAX Eau Claire. What else is going on? NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. Protesters were met by police Wednesday evening outside the Maryland home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. The Montgomery County Police Department had tweeted earlier they would begin enforcing a law against disturbing the peace after more than two months of demonstrations outside the homes of justices. It all started with the leak of a draft opinion showing the court was ready to overturn Roe v. Wade, which it did. A White House economic advisor is defending President Biden's efforts to lower inflation. Unacceptably high inflation uh, for American households. That was the president's uh, clear message on this, uh, not just this morning, but throughout this elevated inflation uh, episode. Jared Bernstein credited Biden for his action to release more oil from the strategic reserve for falling gas prices since Juneteenth. The June Consumer Price Index report jumped 9.1 percent for the 12 months that ended in June. That kind of increase hasn't been seen since November 1981. Former top Trump advisor Steve Bannon is making another attempt at delaying his criminal contempt of Congress trial. Brian Shook reports. It's set to start in a Washington, D.C. federal courtroom Monday. Bannon's lawyers cited numerous references to their client during this week's hearing of the January 6th House Committee. They also said they just learned that CNN will air a one-hour documentary on Bannon Sunday night. Bannon's team argued there's a very serious risk of juror prejudice going into the trial. Bannon was cited for contempt of Congress after he ignored a subpoena from the January 6th committee. He has since agreed to cooperate with the panel. I'm Brian Shook. And vigils continue to pay tribute to those who lost their lives in the July 4th parade shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. Over a 1,000 people gathered at City Hall Wednesday evening. Mayor Nancy Rotering was among the speakers. She said the community is still reeling and that their trauma extends beyond whatever physical injuries may have been suffered. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And make sure you stop and visit Northland Buildings at Farm Technology Days. They have a beautiful building that they put up on the ground, so take a look at that construction. Talk to them about putting up a building around your place, no matter what your building needs are. 
Today will be a beautiful day for the fair and the last day of Farm Technology Days 2022. Partly sunny, 82. Doesn't get much better than that. And then tonight it's going to be clouding up later on this evening, down to 57. Friday, 78 with a chance of rain. Saturday, 82 and cloudy. And then it's going to get hot, uh, upper 80s to about 90, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, under partly sunny to partly cloudy conditions. The high looks like it'll be Monday, about 90 degrees. Right now, it's uh, comfortable around the area. 51 at Rice Lake, Medford, 55. 58 in Wausau, 59 in the Marshfield area. La Crosse, 63. Green Bay, 56. Madison, Sun Prairie at 57. Milwaukee is at 62 this morning. And here in the Chippewa Valley right now, very comfortable. 57. Oh, 57 degrees. Did you look at that moon? The moon was full, and boy, was it bright. Oh, tell you, last night coming home from Farm Tech Days, you could really see the face on it, the man in the moon. I think I saw or heard this is the closest the moon will be to the Earth all this year. So it is really a beautiful moon out there. But better hurry up. It's not going to be out long with the daylight coming. But last night coming back, it was just spectacular. It was. It was so full, and so it was just above the horizon. Yep. So, so if... Uh, some <laughs> just think of the <laughs> condition of some of the folks at the farm breakfast. They couldn't have seen it if it had been in their <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh. Let's just say we had fun last night at Farm Tech Fest. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to business. We got uh, some numbers to look at. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have the markets to look at, but again, uh, reminiscing, so to speak, about Farm Tech Fest last night. And uh, people were there to party, right? They were there to party. There was a lot of fluid that went around there. And what happened? What did you say happened? (laughs) That they ran out of... uh, the adult beverages twice up in the general admission. <laughs> only in area. Clark County, only in Loyal, can you run out of beer twice. It <laughs> happened last night. <laughs> All right. Not, and uh, like I said, it was so much fun last night. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to let it go because we did enjoy it. Folks were out there for having fun and just enjoyed the music. It was really a, really a good time. All right, we got business. Let's get to the markets. What are the livestock numbers? Choice fed beef steers are 140 to 154 with mixed at 122 to 139. Choice fed beef heifers are 140 to 153 with mixed at 105 to 139. Choice fed Holstein steers are 123 to 142 with selects at 78 to 122. Cows are 72 to 108. Bulls are 77 to 113 with butcher hogs at 81 to 108. Sows are 53 to 62 and three quarters with boars at 15 to 36. Old crop market lambs are 40 to 125, and feeder lambs are 110 to 150. And at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures higher across the board at the close yesterday. August live cattle, 136.87. That was up 20. October at 141.27, unchanged. December, 147.65, up 45. And February live cattle, 
152.25 up 37. Feeder cattle for August 180.80 up 122. September at 183.07 up 155. October also up 155 at $185 even. November 186.42 up 122. In January, feeder cattle 186.72 up a dollar five. Lean hog carcass contracts, July 114.50 up 90. August at 110.50 up a dollar and a half. October hogs, 93.55, up 95 in December at 85.37. That was up 70 cents. Board of Trade rebounded yesterday from the day before, but uh, corn and soybeans higher. The sell-off stopped. Wheat was a little lower. August crude oil went up 8 cents yesterday, sitting at 95.92 right now. But getting back to the Board of Trade, as we said, corn and beans higher yesterday and overnight. December corn up another nickel at $6 a bushel this morning. Oats down three at 433. December wheat up 12 at 840. November soybeans up four cents from yesterday's close, 1353 a bushel this morning. Soybean meal up 90 cents a ton on the October contract, $402.70. Cheese prices unchanged. Barrels 217, blocks 211. Butter down two and a half at 294. Class 3, July up 7 at 22.72. Then things went south. August down 31 at 20.95. September down 69 at 20.97. October, November both down 75 cents. October 21.40, November at 21.35. Well, the first day of Farm Technology Days, the governor was there, Tony Evers. And Joe got a chance to uh, ask him a couple of questions. We heard his answer to one of those questions yesterday. We'll see what that other question was coming up here on Wax. Here at Farm Technology Days in Clark County, we're in Agribusiness Tent B with Steve Aguiar from Chippewa Ag Solutions. And Steve, we're here at the Agro Eco Power booth. What do we got here at the booth? We're a company that's been in the U.S. for over 20 years now. What we do is we come out to your farm and we put tunes on your tractor to provide more power, more torque. So in the end, you're using less fuel. And it's a simple process as my tech comes out, discusses your demands. We go through diagnostics. We install new software. We measure the power. And you go along, and we got a 30-day guarantee, in-field guarantee, that is. Your guarantee does not start till you run that tractor this fall. And if you have any issues whatsoever, you call us up. We'll come out and take care of it stop by and talk to me and I can run a solution for each piece of equipment you have. We work with tractors, combines, sprayers, even construction equipment. So if you're a contractor, you got big equipment, you stop by and talk to me. We can tune your equipment up so you can get better fuel efficiency. It's that easy. Agro Eco Power Booth here in Agribusiness B with Steve Aguiar of Chippewa Ag Solutions. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, Governor Evers was at the Farm Technology Day show on Tuesday. Randy Romanski, our Ag Secretary, was there both yesterday and Tuesday. And we had a chance to talk to Randy about, uh, well, our exports. He just got back from a trade mission over to England. Got one going to the Philippines very soon or later on this summer. And so we talked to him about that. We'll share that in the future. But uh, what else did you get a chance, Jill, to talk to the governor about? I asked him about the road repairs and how the road construction was going for the state. And well, we, we're getting some funding from the federal government now, and we're just beginning uh, using that. But over the last three and a half years, we've been able to fix over 1,700 uh, miles of roads and almost, uh, I think, what, 1,500 
bridges in the state of Wisconsin. So over the last three and a half years since I've been governor, we've really made a huge dent in that. Uh, there's a you know there's a big dent to uh, uh, take care of. We we, we want to continue to do that. But we got off to a good start. And you know I, I've used different uh, things to talk about. I was with uh, somebody from Alabama last night, and I said you could drive from Milwaukee to Alabama and back on the roads that we fixed. All right, and um, believe me, there's still more roads to fix, Governor. So <laughs> I hope we're not done yet. And again, if you're uh, driving around. Be prepared, like if you're going from this area over to Farm Tech Days, the road between Fall Creek and Augusta being repaved. And, uh, again, that takes some time. So they're stopping one lane of traffic, so you might have to sit a while. So you might want to take an alternative route. I'm not sure whether this was uh, Jill and I saw this on Tuesday, and today is Thursday. I can't imagine they're probably done with that yet. Do you? No, and I drove through it yesterday morning early, and I waited five minutes, and yeah, then I took off. but they're still so. paving. Yep, they were okay. still paving. But it gets later in the morning when the people are moving around. Be careful. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's an easy show to get to once you get over, you know, past Nielsville, Greenwood. Between Nielsville and Greenwood is where it is in Loyal. So they got a lot of signs out there. All right, we've got other farm news to take a look at. We will do that this morning. We're That's quarter after five here at Wax. Very comfortable, 57 degrees. It'll get about 82 with more sunshine today. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have farm news to get to, including some of the results from yesterday at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls Beef and Lamb Show. And uh, it's been a pretty good uh, pretty good show for the... Uh, Let's see, the key. Kennedy. Kennedy. Kennedy Kunai. Kennedy Kunai had the grand champion beef. Day before, Kennedy had the grand champion hog. So, uh, now I don't know how that, I think she can only sell one champion. Kennedy. Of course, Kennedy. Is Kennedy a boy or a girl? I don't know. I don't know that either. <laughs> so, but uh, Kennedy Kunai of the Edson Hilltop 4-H Club had the grand champion beef yesterday, the day before she had the grand champion hog. So congratulations to Kennedy, reserve champion beef, Sydney Spaith from the Seagull Sod Busters, the uh, grand champion lamb, and the reserve champion, both shown by members of the Jimtown Jumpers, Bella Knuth had the grand, and Irvin Tuchel, red-haired little rascal, he... He had the reserve champion at the fair yesterday. And again, the market animal sale, about 6 o'clock tonight. Now, we had a, a report having to do with crops. What was that, Jill? The USDA's, this week's USDA Crop Production World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates changed the estimates for this year's corn and soybean crops for the, for the rest of the year, mainly because of the final acreage numbers. Economists raised... U.S. corn production to 14.5 billion bushels on yields of 177 bushels an acre. That estimate is based on 400,000 more planted acres than originally estimated and is 45 million bushels more than the June production number. This report also raised ending U.S. corn stocks by 25 million bushels, up to 1.51 billion. They also dropped this year's average price estimate by a dime, down to $6.65 a bushel. Soybean production for this year was lowered to just over 4.5 billion bushels on yields of 51.5 bushels an acre as planted acres were less than expected at 88.3 million. 
That also lowered the estimates for ending soybean stocks for the 2022-2023 marketing year to 230 million bushels, down 50 million from the June estimates. That left the expected farm gate soybean price for the year unchanged at $13.35 a bushel. All right, final planted acres. And uh, again, don't forget, tomorrow you got to report those planted acres if you haven't done it already at your Farm Service Agency office. Hey, coming up. Our Pam Yonke, retire in place. Talked about uh, how you can do that. Maybe you don't have to leave your house or, you know, move in with the kids. Just what they want. But uh, we'll hear all about that coming up. That's next right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. A story this morning that yours truly is going to be paying attention to. Talking about retirement. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, uh, Pam, you've got some advice for uh, maybe some of us that have a, a streak of uh, silver hair. Well, it's not just a streak of silver hair. Maybe it's for some of us that are, are wannabes. We want to be thinking about retirement. You know, it's it's really something that I have lived through in my family, you know, everybody generally wants to retire in their home. You don't, you don't want to go to a nursing home. You don't want to have to uh, move just because of some challenges that you may face later in life. But boy, you know, think about the old farmhouses that a lot of people are living in out in the countryside. How many times has it been remodeled? Uh, maybe it goes, you know, back in family history. Can provide a lot of challenges if for some reason you end up needing access for a wheelchair or somebody's got uh, other health-related challenges. You still want to live at home, but how can that house serve you? Well, that's the kind of conversation I had with Abe Degnan. He is the president of Degnan Design out of DeForest, and he's also the past president of the Wisconsin Builders Association. What I did not realize is there is a whole category of builders that specializes in trying to allow people to basically retire in place, stay in their homes. So I quite simply started talking to him about how this category got created and how he got involved. Yeah, well, Pam, it's uh, really uh, a great part of business to help people. I mean, that's the whole goal of being a remodeler is to help people. And um, so obviously there's a significant population uh, that is aging and the whole aging in place instead of moving out of your home, um, you want to stay there as long as possible and be safe doing it. So um, the NEHB helped to create the certified aging in place specialist uh, designation, which is abbreviated CAPS CAPS, um, to educate remodelers about how to do this and how to help their customers. Now, the thing is, we're not necessarily the experts in um, gauging the abilities of the homeowner, but our job is to is to be able to ask the homeowner the right questions and work um, sometimes with professionals um, like nurses and occupational therapists um, uh, who know what the homeowners are able to do safely in order to modify and remodel their homes to help them stay there longer and do so safely. How has that clientele been for you, Abe? He's in southern Wisconsin, so we know that there's a lot of uh, folks in the rural community and farm families that are out there. Have they tapped into this? Is this an increasing part of your clientele? 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I would say it's definitely a steady part, and there's a lot of people, um, frankly, who don't necessarily think about calling it this, and they don't necessarily hire me because that's what I do, but they're hiring me to remodel the bathroom, and me, me and my design team are thinking about the whole concept of aging in place and safety and comfort the whole time that we're doing this for them. Um, and, you know, so as it relates specifically to your audience, the farm community, you know, what I'm kind of thinking about today then is is the, those homes that were maybe built from the 1940s or 50s up to the 1980s. And, um, and there's a reason that I'm drawing a line um, around the 1980 mark, and that is the lead safe renovation laws. Lead paint was outlawed in uh, uh, 1977. And so we have different things that we need to do as remodelers when we're working on a house that is 1977 and older compared to 1978 and newer. Uh, so that's why one of the reasons that I draw that line there. And the other thing I'm thinking about is the differences of the really old farmhouses uh, versus the ones that are kind of in that middle age uh, point now where where the farmers were starting to build that, that move-up home uh, on the homestead and still have that old farmhouse there too. But they're not necessarily living in that oldest farmhouse anymore, right? Right. No, Abe, I imagine when you start these conversations, it's not just about aging in place. It's probably about just making the home a little bit more comfortable. Where are the critical areas that you're drawn into almost immediately? Because in my mind, as a kid that still has an old farmhouse that I go back to, there are some real devils out there as far as issues you know you're going to have to handle when it comes to keeping family there. So how, tell me a little bit about the process, how you go out, you evaluate, you get started. Yeah, well, um, you know, typically people are calling us uh, because uh, one of three reasons. They they just want a better kitchen or bathroom. Uh, that could be one reason. Uh, they might be calling us because somebody in the family has had a specific injury and they can no longer traverse stairs or they can't get a walker through their bathroom door um, or it could just be that they that they have seen the writing on the wall and they're saying oh my gosh I'm using a cane um, you know or things like that I'm having a hard time stepping into the bathtub I really want a, a shower uh, things of that sort so those are the three general things where we get our start I said to Abe a lot of us in this regard are in denial. It'll be fine. I'm fine. Everybody's always fine until you honestly either have a tripping issue or something goes wrong. So how far in advance do we seriously want to have that conversation with ourselves, with our family? I want to stay here. Let's start investing some money back into retrofitting or helping this home be comfortable for me. Oh, that's that's a that is a wide um Question. So let's focus first on the planning process. Um, the the thing is that remodeling is very busy, and product lead times, as 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 everyone in farming knows, getting your fertilizers, everything else, the plants, what is going on with shipping and trucking delays, and everything that we're seeing in this U.S. economy right now. Well, the same thing that that impacts the farming industry impacts the remodeling industry. It is it is slow. It is hard to get things. So things that used to take 
take a few weeks to get now can take a few months and things that used to take a few months can take half a year. So, um, and not only that, um, the, the, um, last several years have actually increased the amount of remodeling business because the people that used to work outside the home, so many of them are now working from home and the things that they, you know, put up with and, and didn't bother them now drive them crazy. And so they're saying, Oh my gosh, I cannot put up with this anymore. So remodeling is booming. The bottom line, Pam, is that, is that most of my clients are calling us, um, uh, about a year before, uh, before we actually do their remodeling process. Most, uh, good remodelers for larger projects are booked up anywhere between nine and 15 15 months right now. Um, and that is not just, that is partially because of the supply chain and the products. It's also because of how long it takes to do a proper job of planning and, uh, and get, and how, how much work there is to be done. And again, that's Abe Dignan talking with our Pam Yonke, retire in place prior proper planning. So maybe I better make some phone calls. <laughs> 29 minutes after 5. Marcus Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock next. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get over to Premier Livestock in with the just up the road from Farm Technology Days in the Loyal area. But uh, Rocky Olson is with us. Morning, Rocky. Good morning. Boy, what a weather week, huh? Yeah. Oh, it's... uh sure been comfortable Boy, that so is nice for sure. nice for farm tech that's for sure yeah nice for nice for a lot of things hey how's the, how the market's doing this weather this week uh thank you bob uh, good morning everyone this is uh, yesterday's uh dairy cattle auction shape here at premier livestock uh we did so well over 300 head of dairy cattle yesterday we had one large parlor freestall herd uh, we had many reputation groups of fresh cows and spring and heifers. Uh, top supreme fresh cows, 1850 to 2900. We had many groups averaging uh, over 2000 on the fresh cows. Uh, many other cows in uh, 13 to 18 and a quarter. Uh, we had some exceptional quality spring and heifers from 1500 to 2500. We had one group of spring and heifers average over 2100. Those lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 1300 and down. Next week, Wednesday, we got two herd dispersals. Herd number one, we got 70 high quality Holstein tie stall cows, 80 pound average. Cell counts running right around 100. They're going to sell on test, no TMR, 60 years of AI breeding. That's a nice herd of cows. Herd number two, we got 30 crossbred cows, uh, Jersey cross, uh, Swiss cross, uh, got some straight jerseys in that herd. Uh, they're going to be freestall cows that are tie stall milked. We got many other reputation groups of fresh cows and spring and heifers. And then uh, next Tuesday, that's going to be a special feeder cattle auction, uh, also featuring bred beef cows, cow-calf pairs, beef breeding bulls. Uh, got a nice lineup of uh, bred cows and cow-calf pairs for that sale, including the complete dispersal. Uh, also coming up, machinery auction. That's going to be coming up August 26. We are taking in consignments now. Questions, call us at Premier. 715-229-2500. Uh, like I said, lots more uh, details on the website, uh, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Don't forget to check out our Premier Livestock Facebook page as well. And that's the way it was shaping up, Bob. All right, Rocky. Well, get up and get breakfast. Another good day to be out and about. You betcha. We'll probably see you over at Farm Tech today. Oh, good. So. All right. Yeah, we'll see you there. Gates open All at right. 9. Thanks, Rocky. All right. Sounds great. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock. And with you, we'll find out about weather for today too 
the crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, we got things going on. Northern Wisconsin State Fair, Trumpelow County Fair, Farm Technology Days. Mike Dandria is with us over at Skywarn 13 Weather Room. And you say it's going to be a good one to get out and enjoy them, huh? Yeah, for the early part of the day, I feel like I'm in the hot seat this week with everything going on. I know it, I know <laughs> but, it. But yeah, this uh, today we'll start off with a good bit of sunshine. Temperatures will climb to about the low to mid-80s. And uh, then going into tonight, we'll start to see winds shift a little bit more out of the south and uh, ultimately bring in some humidity, and we'll see clouds rolling as well. That'll give us chances for some showers and storms, mostly through the overnight. Then going into tomorrow morning, some of those showers and storms likely hanging around just for the early morning hours should uh, dissipate by the later afternoon. Otherwise, some of those showers could produce some heavy rain at times as well. Highs once again into the low 80s. Now going into Saturday, a little lesser chance of showers and storms, but there is still a chance. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with highs getting into the mid-80s. And by Sunday, well, that's when that humidity is really going to kick in. We'll have mostly sunny conditions hanging around and our temperatures climbing to the upper 80s. And heading in through about the middle of next week, we'll keep mostly dry conditions. Now, Tuesday will give us a slight chance of a few showers and storms, but most of the day looks to be dry. But temperatures will climb into the upper 80s and into the low 90s. And with that humidity, it's just going to feel, well, borderline miserable as you head out the door. But for now, we're looking at a temperature of 54 degrees in Eau Claire and a dew point of 52. So that's pretty comfortable, I would say. What about you, Bob? I agree with you 100%. It's been uh, it's been very nice weather. That little breeze is uh, really think making things wonderful. Mm-hmm. So you been to the fair yet? I'm actually going uh, Saturday is my plan. So. All right. Enjoy it. Maybe we'll see you there. All right. I think I'll have to meet up with you, Bob. All right. There he goes. Mike Dandrea over there at Skywarn 13, 54 degrees. It's beautiful. Speaking of that, Morgan's going to have the news next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 54 degrees right now. We'll get to the low 80s today for the fair, farm technology days, the Trumpelow Fair. But we want to get into the newsroom right now. And Morgan McCarthy is here. And boy, did you make a big mistake yesterday. Well, I heard Clark County was out of beer, so I decided to turn around. <laughs> I had softball duty. By the time I got off the field, it was 8. I wouldn't have been in there in time. But I heard it was a great show, right? No, I'm talking, oh, the, yeah, the Tech Fest was gone. I'm yeah. talking about earlier. You sent Alex over there without you, and he was in our booth. And, oh, he was having fun at your expense. People, he, he told stories about you that made me blush. <laughs> Is that a fact? Yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to take him to a task for that today and say, you know what Bob told me? Not that you are a pot stirrer at all when it comes no, to the booth heavens, banter. No, it was, it, let's just say that uh, your presence was myth. Let's just say uh, I've spent time at the Farm Tech booth in Temp before, and I can tell you he came back smelling a little bit more like he needed a shovel than when he went in. I know the kind of talk that goes on around there all day. Uh, and more of it today. What's going on? Well, we'll keep those headlines in our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today, and that includes uh, Hayward and a Northwest Wisconsin man accused of punching a kid at a youth hockey game in McFarland that takes a plea deal in the case. Jared Egger of Hayward recently pleaded pleaded guilty to one count of disorderly conduct after originally being charged with battery. Egger is accused of punching a 15-year-old that was celebrating a win over his team in March. Egger's charges will be dropped as long as he fulfills his prosecution agreement. Taking a peek into the political stage, Governor Tony Evers says he expects Republicans to continue to try to challenge the 2020 election results. Here's more. Well, they'll probably investigate it till they're six feet under. Uh, 
that's, that's what they get. That's what they get their uh, uh, their kicks out of. Evers responding to claims from Republican candidates Tim Rampton, who wants to decertify the election, and Tim Michaels, who wants to pass a raft of GOP election bills that Evers vetoed. On that note, we should get some more answers about Wisconsin voter lists today. Wisconsin Elections Commission Administrator Megan Wolf is set to hold a briefing about voter roll maintenance, and that's part of a series of briefings ahead of the August and November elections that she hopes will answer questions about and restore faith in the state's electoral process. Well, whether you're headed to the fair or going to one of the many events around the valley this weekend, it might be looking down at the speedometer and then up at the sky, right, Johnny? The State Patrol is monitoring roads from the air this weekend. Today, it's Highway 53 in Eau Claire. Tomorrow, Highway 29 in Chippewa County. And on Saturday, troopers will be above I-94 in Dunn County, weather permitting. I'm John DeMaster. And while we have eyes to the sky, soldiers with the 82nd Airborne Division, well, maybe you've seen this video, Move Over Temptations. They were all strapped in their gear, ready to jump out of a helicopter, and then decided to perform. It shows soldiers weighted down with layers of military gear breaking into a rendition of the 60s Motown hit My Girl, and they're really good. That's because they're members of the 82nd Airborne Division All-American Chorus at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So far, the video performance has racked up more than 500,000 views on TikTok and 3 million on Facebook. I'm Mark Mayfield. And to all the cows that are maybe getting milked a little slower around Clark County this morning. <laughs> Glad to know that there's fun being had out in the fields there as we send you back to the barn with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show. You know, last night there were, Jill just mentioned it to me, 4,500 people at uh, Farm Tech Fest. Wow. That was the biggest crowd. That was the biggest city in Clark County yesterday. Yeah, no night. doubt. <laughs> I barred, uh, Mark Miller from Sawyer Brown had plenty of steps to step last night doing Boy, his stage. Did he dance. ever? He did he ever? I'm glad to hear it. I think that shows that the uh, egg industry is alive and well, and Clark County still knows how to throw a party. And right? they know how to have fun. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. There goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning, and uh, we've got markets. We're not done yet. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a quarter to six here at Wax. 54 degrees right now. And again, weather-wise, if you're planning your day, plan something outside. 82, partly sunny. Clouding up tonight. Looks like some probably rain tomorrow. 78. Then just cloudy on Saturday with a high of 82. And then Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, partly sunny. Going to get hot and humid, upper 80s to about 90. It's, again, 54 right now. We've got markets to get to next. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 13 minutes before 6 o'clock, 57 degrees out there. Let's hear from Robert Cook and the Baron Equity. Fed cattle, high-yielding choice Holstein steers 123 to 134.50. Choice Holstein steers 110 to 122. Unfinished steers and heifers 109 and down. Cow cows top 20% sold from 81 to 94.50 with the top of 95.50. 60% sold from 67 to 80. The bottom 20% sold from 66 and down. Cow bulls selling from 95 to 109. Calves quality Holstein bull calves 70 to 160 with a top of 165. Quality Holstein heifer calves 125 and down. Beef calves 100 to 235. Our next sale is Saturday the 16th at 10 a.m. Sheep and goats, small animals, beef and feeder cattle, 
to follow. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's roll on over to Hut Eamon and hear what Sparta Equity has to say. Fed cattle signs steady to lower today with the high yielding choice beef steers and heifers 145 to 153. The choice and select beef steers and heifers 134 to 144. The dairy cross steers 130 to 142. The high yielding choice Holstein steers 129 to 136. The choice and select Holstein steers 118 to 128. And the unfinished steers, heifers, and heavy steers 117 and down. Cow market was lower today with the high yielding cows 70 to 85. The cutters and utility cows 55 to 69. The low yielding and canner cows 54 and down. Bull market steady today with most bulls bringing 95 to 110. The thin, full, and bulls over ton discounted at 94 and down. Caps today sold by the power of the steady market with 80% of the Holstein bull calves bringing 90 to 170. The quality Holstein heifer calves 20 to 90. The quality beef calves 240 to 340. And the light and poor quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Monday, July 18th, starting at 1230 with sheep and goats, followed by hogs, calves, fed cattle, bulls, and cows. This is Hut Eamon at Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Farm Technology Days at Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions in Loyal and Clark County is underway. And a big supporter of Farm Tech Days is Martin Transport of Mondovi. Alexa is with me from Martin Transport. Alexa, is it true Martin has been moving goods and services around this country for about 75 years? Yes, Bob. Did you know that Roger Martin was only 17 years old when he founded Martin Transport? He got a $400 loan from his mom and purchased his first truck route, which delivered milk and other dairy products from the Modena Co-op Creamery. So that's a long long time and i bet in 75 years things have changed just a little bit yes we have covered a lot of roads and want to say thank you and we appreciate all the wisconsin farmers and of course martin transport looking to expand even more right we certainly are we are hiring at our mondovi location in operations brokerage accounting maintenance and drivers i have worked at martin for over 13 years and i love the family-like atmosphere amazing benefits and the short drive from eau claire we would love to hear from anyone interested in joining our team as they say it's Definitely better in blue. What's the best way to apply here at Martin Transport? Head on over to martin.com. And more markets. Let's get over the equity strand. Oh, don't forget this weekend, too. Colby Cheese Days is going on. There's something going on everywhere. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us uh, right now from the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Good morning, Jerry. You going to make an appearance today in uh, Loyal? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Yeah, we're planning on it that we get going this morning here. Sometime, what time we open up at 9 o'clock this morning? They 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, the gate's open. So uh, let's get to work so you can uh, get breakfast and get all ready to go. What happened so far this week over at Stratford? We better do that, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start out with the feeder cattle market yesterday. Uh, uh, most of the beef steers and beef heifers, about all weights, were selling in a range yesterday from a dollar eighteen to a dollar sixty. Very strong market on Holstein feeders yesterday. Uh, lightweight Holstein feeder steers were selling from uh, ninety-seven all the way to one forty-eight up uh, uh, at one forty-eight on some four hundred pounders yesterday. Uh, six to eight hundred pound Holsteins from ninety-three to one thirty-six, and your heavier short-term Holsteins from ninety-two to a dollar eighteen. Those are the feeder steers from yesterday. Today. Now on the uh, market auction, conventional cow market yesterday, high-yielding fleshy uh, beef cows and Holstein cows selling from 77 to 90, uh, extreme top at 94 and a half on the cows. Uh, most of the cows uh, yesterday and this week are selling between 60 and 76, thinner cows like carcass cows below 60. On the uh, bulls trade yesterday, these are conventional type bulls, uh, mostly from 105 up to 119 and a half, lighter bulls below a dollar. On the fat cattle trade yesterday, uh, choice grading uh, beef steers and heifers. Uh, mostly from 
a dollar twenty-seven to a dollar forty-one. Choice grading Holstein steers selling from uh, one nineteen to one thirty-three, and select on the finished cattle uh, one seventeen and below. Now in the calf market, uh, most of the uh, steady trend a little bit weaker than Monday, but uh, Holstein broke calves yesterday mostly from seventy-five to one seventy-five. Heifer calves are from thirty to sixty. Beef calves good demand one fifty to three hundred. We are at Thursday. Our auction today here in Stratford does start at eleven o'clock. Full marketing day. Uh, market cows, fed cattle, market bulls, baby calves. Get to those about twelve thirty this afternoon. And don't forget, we do have another special upcoming dairy cattle auction here in Stratford. That will be next Tuesday at 11 a.m. We have two complete herd dispersals for that sale next week. Uh, first herd, 50 Holstein, Holstein cross cows. Uh, those are power anti-stall milk cows, uh, bred for year-round calving. The owner there is retiring, and we do have another herd of 75 Holstein cows. So, again, excellent opportunity to buy some good quality dairy cattle. That will be next Tuesday at Stratford, July 19th. So, Bob, that's what we have for the folks this morning, and like I said, hopefully we'll... Get over there at some point in time today, and I'm sure you're going to uh, direct us where the best place is uh, that uh, I can charge lunch to uh, wax or somebody. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, to put it on my tab. They're, they've got an open tab for me, so you just go ahead. You just got to figure out which tent it is. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see you over there later on today, Joe. Have a good one. All right, Bob, thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Sale Barn. Every tractor owner knows that support and service after the sale is what makes a good tractor company great. And that's why you can count on LS Tractor. An extensive dealer network gives you convenient access to genuine LS Tractor factory parts and factory trained technicians, keeping you in the tractor, not in the waiting room. Schedule your service with an LS Tractor certified service center. Get more from LS Trackers available at Andy Ag Equipment, 4426 Butterball Road in Cedar Falls. Click on over to andysagsales.com. LS Tractor, simply more. And our market's brought to you by Synergy Cooperative and the LS Tractors. Uh, Board of Trade, after higher corn and soybean prices yesterday, corn and nickel higher this morning, December at $6 a bushel. The oats down four at 4.33. December wheat up 12 at 8.40. November beans up four at 13.53. Meal for October up 90 cents a ton at $402.70. Country elevator prices. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville location. Corn's at 6.08 with soybeans at 1514 with Doomer's Grain of Holman, corn's at 669 and soybeans 1470. And on the DTN screen at Golden Plump, corn today is 693 a bushel at Baldwin 647 and 1467 on the beans. And we've got Durand and Mondovi both with corn at 648, beans 1462, Elmwood 653 on the corn, 1467 on soybeans, Fall Creek 633 corn, 1452 on the beans at Osseo. 658 and 1472. The corn at Elk Mound, 622. The beans at 1507. Sparta, 657 and 1521. And Ellsworth, corn 633. Beans, 1452. Ethanol plants, Boyceville and Stanley, corn 667. New Richmond, 662. Cheese unchanged, barrels 217, blocks 211. Butter, down two and a half at 294. January, or July, class three rather, up seven yesterday. 2272. August down 31, 2095. September down 69 at 2097. October, November both down 75 cents. October at 2140. November at 2135. That's it for now. We'll see you over at Farm Technology Days. It's going to be a beautiful day. Partly sunny, 82. It's about 54 degrees right now. 
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.